You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 1105. You know, $18.50 an hour is, is about 38000 a year. And I told dad, I'm like, dad, you, you've spent 2,080 hours of your life this year working to make $38,000. And I said, is, is there a better way? You know, so I shared the two land deals that I did. The one is 12,000. Uh, the other is about 30, 35,000 what I'll make on that one. So in two deals, maybe I spent four hours total. I made what my father made all year, giving up 2,080 hours of his time. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hello, Rhino Nation. It is me, Brent Bowers, your land man. I've got an amazing guest today. He is a very good friend of mine. I actually met him through the Navigators Christian Organization several years ago through a friend of a friend, and it's amazing what happens in life. So my friend, Jamie Fisher, who I'm going to introduce you to today, is a very successful businessman, Christian husband, father. He's got multiple businesses. He's doing very, very well, but he's done now five land deals in about a 12-month period of time. And you're going to be fascinated with this story. He's going to talk about just a couple land deals that he's done in this short amount of time with very limited focus. And he even got his father doing land deals. So I'm going to go ahead and just introduce you right now to my friend, Jamie Fisher. Mr. Jamie Fisher, what's going on today? Brent, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. You know, I got to have a great conversation with you before we hit the record button. I should have hit it sooner. Um, just hearing about what you're doing with you know, I mean, you, you, you run multiple businesses. You are a busy, full-time uh, Christian father, husband, doing land deals. I remember when we first met, I didn't, I, like the Land Sharks course did not yet exist. And right. we're sitting at the restaurant and you just started asking me all these land questions. And you told me like, I, I want to be a student one day. And you were pretty much one of the first Land Sharks to come through. So I'm, I'm excited that this interview is finally happening. You know, you're a tough guy to nail down because you're so busy. What's going on in life right now? What are you up to? First of all, that's, uh, that's really nice. Give me a lot of good props, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a father of three kiddos. Uh, my wife, she's a stay-at-home mommy. Kind of going back a little bit, I spent the uh, first 18 years of my life growing up on a farm and uh, ended up you know, learning a lot about horticulture, learning a lot about uh, cattle, learning a lot of swear words. And uh, during that period of life, you know, I learned a lot about hard work, grit, you know, North Dakota winters sometimes are 60 below. So, you know, enough to build grit right there. Yeah. So you go pull cattle in the winter, you know, and you go outside and it's, it's an invigorating experience. (laughs) So, you know, so uh, I learned a lot about like just horticulture land grew up just around that my whole life. So I've always loved just learning. I joined the military at 18, spent uh, three years active duty in the army. Learned a lot of great lessons there, met a lot of great people there, and then had a six-year break in service and uh, came back into the Air Guard and uh, did cybersecurity uh, for them for 10 years, learned a lot of great stuff there. And during this period of time, you know, I was, I'm, I'm a student of life. I've always been learning, but I was doing IT for my full-time job. And, uh, you know, so I think in IT, we learn two things. We learn flexibility and we learn problem solving. You know, you got you to be flexible in, in kind of every situation and uh, you got to problem solve. 
And I think those two things really kind of tailored and carried over, just taught me a lot about different aspects of life. So yeah, I was traveling a lot. Uh, we had our daughter in 2011 and ended up, uh, was traveling the first two years of her life. I was gone for a year and a half of it and said, I got to do something else. So we ended up uh, coming back. Uh, I came back stateside and uh, basically went to the guy that did my did my mortgages for me and ended up working for him for a season of life. Uh, I've been with the same company since, since 2014. We're Veterans Lending Group. So I run the branch down here in Colorado Springs. It's the only company I've ever been a, been a part of. And that should speak a lot to just the culture and the, and the leadership of the company. Uh, we've got some great, great people in it. 70% of our company is military or, or uh, spouses of military. So we try to hire you know, our veterans that are getting out looking for career change. And uh, we mentor and train them up. So yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of the background. Um, how I kind of got into investing in land. I've always been really interested in real estate. And uh, you know, I didn't really know how to start. So I literally, Brent, uh, you took me on that boat cruise with Cody and Mark and some of the guys back in 2018. And uh, prior to that, I had owned uh, two houses. And you were also in commercial at, at the same time. You were renovating multiple commercial buildings when I first met you as well. Yeah. So was doing some of that on the side, but not not like really diving into the real estate side. And when when I was out there on the cruise, I was like, dude, all these guys are, are doing lots of stuff. And, and I'm like, here, I'm a mortgage lender. And this guy Brett invited me, and I didn't even—I didn't even belong there, you know. So, but what I learned, I learned a lot in that in that time, and I met some really good people. And I think that speaks to the power of networking. That uh, whenever you're you get an opportunity to sit at the feet of someone that is way further down the road than you, take advantage of it. So, I mean, that was a big, big thing, Brent. You've taught me so much. From there, I came back and I started buying portfolios of homes. So I was buying 10, 10 homes at a pop. From a guy that you met on the boat, right? From a guy we met on the boat. <laughs> so, and uh, I, maybe I was just a sucker. Maybe I was a sucker, but it, it's worked out really well for me. Um, so I bought 32 homes in uh, 2020. And you know that's brought a ton of passive revenue, but also a, a bunch of lessons that I've learned. So you know, so I, I started dabbling in that. Uh, so I've got a, a portfolio. I've got a couple other apartment buildings that uh, I, I bought over the last 12 months. I, I read this book called The Psychology of Money. And uh, one of the, book. it's an amazing book. Yep. Very good book. My CFO recommended it. Yeah. It, it's got some really good stuff in there for people that just, you know, money is just, it's for this life. Can't take any with you. So you need to enjoy some of it, invest some of it, give a lot of it. And uh, one of the, one of the things that I really took away from that book was they said that if you don't learn satisfaction uh, as an entrepreneur, uh, ambition is always going to lead you. So satisfaction will always lag behind uh, ambition. So you'll never be satisfied. And I think that's why a lot of you know really wealthy people are empty and uh, and lost. So uh, that's such a good quote, and it's amazing that how how you got that out of the book, and I got so many other things. So that's incredible. I appreciate you bringing that book up. The things I'm most excited to, to ask you about is. Why land? You've got all these other things going on. When I met you, you had a bunch of things that you were kind of exiting out of. You're a very successful mortgage lender. I mean, you got me one of our houses, the lending on it. Phenomenal lending. I'm super proud of it. Super proud of the, like, the rate you got us on this crazy house. Uh, but, but why land? You know, how are you helping people with land? You know, Because I know that's kind of your philosophy. And I, I know you've got a strong 
coming from land. You told me about your land that you, you got your ancestors purchased that you had to plant all the trees on, you know, but what, what is it about land for a guy that's got so many things going on to be involved with? Yeah. Oh, it's great. I think for me, it's, um, you know, that it's where everybody started off at some point, like in the world, like if you understand land, there's so much value behind it and what you can do with it. So with, with me, I, I've always just, uh, I've had a lot of affinity for, for just, you know, land because of what you can do with it. So two reasons I like land. The first reason, and you don't have to deal with people, like you have to deal with tenants. You don't have to deal with, um, the headaches of things breaking. Uh, you don't have to deal with a lot of it. And it, and the second thing is it's affordable. So, you know, when you're dealing with, with houses, you know, one of the things you got to deal with is everything that comes with it, right? The repairs, the taxes, uh, the insurance, the, you know, possibly your, your tenant not paying. A lot of stuff can go on. With land, you know, you can do a note on land and it's, uh, it's affordable. You don't have to really deal with tenants. You don't have to deal with, you know, you just got to make sure you pay your taxes. Don't forget to pay your taxes. When you say a note on land, what do you mean doing a note on land? Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably should, that's a good question. So yeah. So it's just a seller finance thing between me as the seller and someone that buys it from me. We just do a, a note, which is uh, an agreement. Just like when you purchase a house, you have a note on your home if they don't pay you in a full upfront. So yeah. I take that note and then I can go down to the county and do a deed of trust, which is the security instrument on a deed. And uh, so if they don't pay, then I can foreclose on them with the deed of trust, which is the security instrument. And that is my absolute favorite way to sell my land because it gets me monthly payments. It gives me time freedom and ultimately financial freedom. So I know you said you've done five land deals before I hit the record button and a very you know short amount of time with, with your busy schedule. You know, are you doing mostly seller financing for your land? Is it, are you just quick flipping it? I know you purchased your piece of land that you built your house on that you were telling me about. You know, what's your preferred method? For me right now, it, I actually, I, I bought land and I've just, I've been holding on to it. And the reason is, is because I don't want to pay long-term capital gains. So Brent, those I'm going to need your help to figure out how to sell this land and get a note on it. Now I've done, I've done some notes on other stuff in the past. I mean, um, for me, I legitimately am holding it for at least a year because that's when you go from, you know, short-term capital gains to long-term. So you save 5%. So if you spend a little bit of extra on taxes for that year, that's not a big deal to me. So I, I think I told you this, Brent, but I was in Costa Rica on our annual sales trip. And I literally sent out a mailer a couple weeks prior. And it was the first set of mailers that I had sent. And I check out my email on my phone in Costa Rica. And I, I see this guy signed this land for $178. $178. And you know, I'd be super upset with you seeing you checking your emails in Costa Rica because you were doing the same thing on the boat. And I just kept shaking my head. <laughs> but, uh, I'm a little frustrated with you, but keep going. $178 for a piece of land, like 178 Yeah. So it was a buildable lot in Cripple Creek, which is a, a city here to the east of us or west of us. It's an old gold mining town. I so, a house in Cripple Creek. Yeah. So I, I had a, you know, I had done my due diligence on it. I had all the, the, the paperwork pulled in. What's due diligence? Like we've got an audience just getting started in real estate. We want to make yeah, sure that we, we sure. don't lose any of them. Yeah. So if you guys don't know who due diligence is in Brent's course, he's got a list of questions to be asking on every piece of land, which you have to do. And I'll explain why in a second. But this one, we, we did all our due diligence. I found out it had a tax lien for $1,100. Okay. Right. I cleaned that up. I paid the taxes, 
got the you got to go down to the uh, county treasurer or the the tax collector and pay cash to get yeah, it. So it, for them, they require a money order down there in Teller County, money order. So I, I took the 1100 bucks over to them, paid them off, done. Um, now I just pay the yearly taxes on it. But that piece of land is, you know, I called to find out about, you know, how far away from utilities and because it's in the city limits. So the city hasn't done the infrastructure yet to get to it. So the land right now will go for about $12,000. Okay. So you had 1100 on the back taxes plus 178. Plus yeah. 178. I'm doing the math really quick. So you have roughly $1,278 into it. Yep. Exactly right. And Plus taxes for the year, which is about 100 and 120 bucks. So I'm in it for just under 1500. All right. 1500, call it 1500. And it'll sell for how much? Uh, 12,000. Right. And here's the funny part on the warranty deed in 1999. Guess how much the guy bought it for? Probably 1500 bucks. $22,500. Wow. Wow. So why, you know, why wouldn't it sell for $22,500? It, it's probably worth more than $12,000. If, if I understand, I know what's going on in Cripple Creek right now. Mm-hmm. I think you're underestimating what it's worth, but uh, keep going. Are you going to sell it? Or are you just waiting for one year? So I'm actually going get to it, get it on the market to start offering it for seller financing. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to look around some of the people that have bought land out there and, and hit them up first before I, you know, before I go through a realtor just to see if they have any interest. Because a lot of people want to buy, you know, land by each other. Yep. Because then they can pick their neighbors, you know, and, and that's a big deal to a lot of people. So, and again, if I sell or finance that, you know, at 9% for four years, you know, the way I would structure the note is I would you know, take 12,000 minus 1500. So 1500 would be the down payment that they're going to give me. So now I get your money back out of the deal. Yep, exactly. So I'd get my money back out of the deal and uh, just finance the other 10,500. What would that payment look like each month if you finance the 10,000 at 9%? Yeah. So if I do the 10,900 at the um, 9%, it's about $945 annually. So I would take that times four and then add back in my 10,500 and then divide it by 48 months if i did a, a four year note which is common which is about 297 bucks a month so $297 a month that really that really adds up yep. you know, that's, that's just one hand deal yeah, if you do that 10 times over you know you got your your mortgage and your car paid for the month awesome awesome see what's your favorite land deal you've done in those five deals you know i like that i like the numbers on that you know, I love the seller financing aspect. And one of the ways, like you mentioned, that you're going to look up people that have purchased land already in the area. We do that two ways. One is we just go on batch leads. You can go to batchleadsbrent.com and get a thousand records. But we go to that exact area, that exact address, and we will do a radius around that area or just the zip code and search who has been purchasing the vacant raw land in mm-hmm. the last eight months and then skip trace them. We pay 12 cents a record. Or anybody we get a hit on. So if we don't get a hit, we don't pay. And then we'll call every single one of those people and say, hey, we got a piece of land, Cripple Creek. It's about an acre. We'll finance it even with about 1500 bucks down. And that's one way to find the buyer. The other way is send a letter to the neighbors. Contact or just skip trace the neighbors and contact right. them and say, hey, we got a piece of land. We'll even sell or finance it. And people, Americans, not people, Americans love payments. They have no problem making a monthly payment, especially on a piece of land. Yeah. 
It is crazy. In the mortgage side, it is crazy the amount of stuff people have. And you're exactly right on that. They will finance anything they can because in our in our society, we you know, some people use this word a lot, leverage, you know. Leverage. And leverage. Uh, a lot of people leveraged in 2008. And uh, you don't hear those people saying, I killed it. You know, it's, I lost everything. Yeah. So uh, word from a lender, you know, get out of debt, stay out of debt and, uh, and start building passive income through the land stuff because you really can, it's really lucrative. And Brent, you know, one, one thing uh, I was just going to go share with you here earlier was we just, um, we got a piece of land down in Texas right now, 250 acres. And they're, they're asking, the guy's asking 700,000 for it. So Texas is, is popping right now. It's a great market. Um, it's a non-disclosure state. So we've learned a lot about that and trying to price things. Like it's hard to price things unless you're really inundated in that market. But we had a realtor tell us we could list it for what, you know, 1.080 million dollars. So one so million roughly eighty thousand. You've got a piece of land. Is it under contract? So we have it under contract right now. We just got to figure out if we're going to do the, the the purchase of it with maybe some some private money investors, or if we're going to uh, try to find a buyer through what you were talking about earlier, you know, batch leads, and try to find some people that are buying stuff cash in that in that area right now. One other thing is, you know, we can ask realtors who their cash buyers are, and uh, and see if they can bring us a cash buyer. So so that's an exciting one. That's about a three hundred, and you know, depending if we we have commissions and stuff like that, but we could make about three fifty on that. On one deal, and one land deal that's got about a three hundred thousand dollars spread. You've got it under contract for seven hundred thousand. It'll sell for over a million, according to the realtor. Right. You know that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. Two great land deals, and we've just got a couple minutes. But uh, one of the that I'm fascinated about is the piece of land you purchased, and I actually purchased a piece of land really close to you at one time, and we made about a actually me and another land shark, Alfredo, another land shark. Uh, we made a little over a hundred grand. It was actually right at 98000 and some change net profit, really close to where you purchased a piece of land and built your house on. And you were just talking about how you're going to sell this house at a tax-free gain and put about a million dollars in your pocket. You know, And that's, that's just a few land deals, a few land deals in a very short amount of time. How long have you been doing this, Jamie? Uh, about a year, year and a half, just, just strictly land. You know, the, the one thing... Um, I've learned is, you know, when you buy a piece of land, if it's buildable, and I think that's kind of where if you can do your research and know if you got a buildable lot or not, that really opens up the opportunities and possibilities. What a lot of people do is they will either they'll buy the piece of land first and then try to build on it and find all their their roadblocks. Yeah. Versus, you know, maybe find a builder first, have the builder take a look at the land kind of let the builder, if you, if you don't know what you're doing, maybe have the builder run some um, some preliminary checks on it to see if it's, a, if it's a buildable lot. Yeah. Don't put the cart before the horse. Right. You know, and that's the thing is like, that's one reason why I had the buyer lined up before I pay for the land. Now, granted, have I ever bought a piece of land and I didn't have the buyer lined up and made a bunch of mistakes? Yes. 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 Uh, I'm Jamie. I know you've made mistakes too. I've, I've heard about some of them. But that's what we do as visionaries. We do as entrepreneurs and business owners. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's it's about making less mistakes and learning from other people's mistakes rather than our own. A smart person learns from their own mistakes. Doesn't let that happen again. Yep. A wise person learns from others' mistakes. Oh, that's great. Happen. Yeah. And you know, you pay for learning in life, right? Some people are $100,000 in debt in school and learned you know, a little bit. Uh, I would rather spend 100000 on life lessons like these where I can make you know, absorbing some amount more money from those lessons. 
So Brent, last thing I'll share, do we got a few more minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. The last thing I'll share is, you know, I proposed this to my dad about a year ago. My father's going into retirement in January. Uh, he makes $18 and 50 cents an hour. He's a grew up, you know, we were farmers growing up. He works at the local feed store now and he, you know, drives feed stuff. So I said, dad, you know, you make 38,000 a year trading 2,080 hours of your life every year to make. Oh my 30. gosh. To put that in perspective, say that, please say that again. Yeah, I, I almost said repeat it, but we we don't say that in the military. Don't repeat it. <laughs> say it again. Yeah. So I, you know, eighteen dollars and fifty cents an hour is, is about thirty eight thousand a year. And I told Dad, I'm like, Dad, you, you've spent two thousand eighty hours of your life this year working to make thirty eight thousand dollars. And I said, is is there a better way? You know. So I shared the two land deals that I did. The one is twelve thousand. Uh, the other is about thirty thirty five thousand. What I'll make on that one. So in two deals, maybe I spent four hours total. I made what my father made all year, giving up two thousand eighty hours of his time. So you know, when I look at my time, it's worth a lot, right? Yes, it and, is. And you know, when you when you're trading your time for fifteen dollars an hour, twenty bucks an hour, and given two thousand eighty hours of your time to work for an employer, do the math. And that's the sad reality of people is we work our life, our whole life. And because we're not willing to take risk and learn some new things. And that's what land has done for me is opened up my eyes to a much better way of making passive income and and income at a fraction of the time that I have to spend working a whole year to make the same amount. Well, that really hits home for me as well, because my father has done manual labor his entire life. I I never, ever saw my dad take one day off from work. Every morning he'd be up before the sun and he'd be putting on his boots and leaving. And usually I didn't see him till that evening or I was in bed when he would come home. And my father, I'm so proud of him. He's done over 50 land deals now. Oh, love it. And he's no longer trading his his body for you know, a paycheck. It's now he's using his brain. He's doing it from his computer and he's mailing the land offer letters. That's one question I forgot to ask you is how are you finding these land deals? How are you getting these landowners? How did you get this Texan at $700,000? How did you find that person? Yeah, that was Jeff. And uh, he's a guy I have full, working with me right now full time. And uh, Jeff was making some calls and he actually found this one in a, in a group. This guy said, I got this guy. He wants to sell for 700 And, you know, we didn't even know what the land was worth until we really- So networking, networking, networking. like you mentioned at the very beginning of this call, of this podcast. Yep. So the guy, uh, the guy wants 700 cash and he said he'll, he'll let it go. And uh, so we're going to uh, make him a cash offer. Possibly that's probably the direction we'll, we'll initially go. So I'll have to find some investors for that. But that was Jeff um, just doing basic networking and trying to problem solve for people that wanted to get rid of their land and help somebody else that doesn't know, like this other guy that brought the deal, he doesn't know what to do. So because you're helping him, you're going to make him some money as well. Right. We're going to make him some money as well. And um, we're going to run with this deal. So, uh, so I do a lot of mailers, you know, I've got a third party that does a lot of stuff for me, Brent, that you recommended. Um, Yeah. And that's been working out really well. I probably get um, eight or nine calls a week for people that want to sell. And, uh, and out of those, I can convert at least one to two. If I was doing this full time and, you know, Tom Kroll, one of your mentors, Brent, you know, he said, I love what Tom says. He goes, you don't, you don't make the deal. You find the deal. 
Yeah, we're deal finders, not deal makers. We're looking for people that are motivated, that we want, that want help, need our help, and they will trade a portion of their equity, sometimes a large portion of their equity, for the speed and convenience and service that we provide as you know land wholesalers. So, how did you find this Cripple Creek deal? Uh, That was through mailers. Uh, Like I said, I was in Costa Rica, and the guy literally sent it back to me signed, and I was giddier than a you know, 12 year old in a birthday party, you know, where, where uh, I was like, Oh, it works. Brent's right. You know? And um, so, you know, I, I, at that point I was like, what do I do next? You know, what do I do? So I opened up, you know, title and did my due diligence and we closed that in 10 days and, uh, and that was it. So, you know, glamping is, you know, a big, big thing right now for land, land people where you can, you know, make a business out of owning land with, with you're talking to a glamper. You know, I told my wife, I was like, let's go camping. So she drives me down to camping world. I was like, no, no, no. Like I wanted to buy a tent <laughs> leave with a $39,000 camper. And then, oh, by the way, I needed to buy a $70,000 truck to pull this camper. So yeah, glamping is crazy. Like yeah. and we would go and find pieces of land, sometimes stay on our own land. Uh, it was really cool staying on our own land, especially near mm. the national forest. But uh, yeah. that's a whole nother podcast for another day. Jamie, you are an extremely successful businessman. Uh, wonderful father, Christian husband. Um, I've got to spend a lot of time with you. I respect you. What would you say to the person that's listening to this that's, you know, needs to get started or they have a full time job or multiple side hustles? What would you say to the person that's looking to get started in land? Like, what advice would you give them? Yeah. You know, one of the, there's a guy named Dawson Trotman who's a, a guy that started the Navigator Ministry. And Dawson said the biggest waste of time is the time getting started. So I would tell you guys, if you, if you really want to do it, there's risk involved in anything in life. Start mailing and follow the process that Brent has in the podcast, because I, or not the podcast, the course. I, I've done the course. Uh, I, I followed it step by step. And uh, it's worked for me multiple times over now. Um, and, you know, honestly, the first deal I got, that first deal, Brent, you know, we're covered two of the courses, you know, if I was to go take it twice, you know? So, you know, I think you, you got to look at things not as a cost, but as an investment, whenever you're investing your time or your, your money, it's, it's always with a, with a, with a learning purpose. So. I just, I'm just so thankful that you were able to take this and run with it because you came in before there even was a, was a course because of you, I had to build the course cause you gave me money and I was like, all right, here we go. We got to figure this out. I got to start recording some modules. So you know, that's amazing that you took this and ran with it. I applaud you. And I love that saying, the biggest waste of time is a time you waste getting started. So just get started. Start taking massive, imperfect action today. You will fail. There will be multiple roadblocks. You just got to get over them. Guys, you heard it. Jamie is doing all types of real estate. You hear his passion for land. Jamie, thanks you so much for getting on here. Guys, if you're interested in getting started with land right now, joining the Rhino Nation, joining the community, I want you to head over to wholesalinginc.com forward slash land, fill out the application, schedule a call with our team member, and we'd love to have you join the community. Take care. Until next time, God bless. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.